Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Seasons greetings, reviewers. It is episode 205, the JB and Benny Blue Review. And I'm just thinking, why Benny doesn't look like you're about to, you know, do a fucking QAnon video from a basement in Louisville, Kentucky? That's because it's the holidays and your boy's on the road, so we're not live streaming this week. And next week, but don't you worry, your sweet little pretty reviewer hearts. Mm-hmm. You are still mm-hmm. gonna get this classic and golden audio dope and visual dope for your listening and viewing pleasure, whether that's on YouTube or in podcast form, Spotify, Stitcher, you know what I'm saying, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can go, and make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue. We got a lot to cover, man. You know, COVID, the remix of the remix is back. We got some NBA shit, college football playoff, and of course, getting into some. Week 15 recap and week 16 savage picks. Uh, but Dr. Bridges, you were spreading some cheer this week with the yes, kitties on behalf on behalf of the bird gang. Tell tell the folks, prickly those in the desert, what, what you were up to with your fellow brethren uh, from the bird gang, sir. Well, Monday night, uh, me and uh, some of the, uh, the bird gang alumni uh, and, of course, the uh, community relations team, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, <clears throat> shout out to Horace and Adam and, uh, and all the crew. Uh, we did a little... Shopping event for some some less fortunate children in in, in our community and uh, Coach Mo shout out to Coach Mo man you know he worked with the Cardinals Coach Mo was always in the community uh, Coach Mo was a pretty special guy he trains Olympic athletes right so but Coach Mo was always in the hood uh, doing great things with the shorties you know same with the little ones if it ain't you know basketball usually basketball usually football he coaches teams you know what I'm saying and coaches youth track. Uh, it's just a shopping event for underprivileged kids. Um, these little shorties got 400 bucks to spend, right? And it was Ooh it was wee. a gang. It was a gang of kids. It was probably it was probably about 50 kids, to be honest. Uh, so it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got a good group of kids. Shout out to I know they probably never hear this, but uh, shout out to Francisco, <laughs> Anthony, and Lil Ken Ken. You know what I'm saying? My kids. Uh, go to our, our uh, Instagram at JB on uh, JB JB and Billy Blue. Uh, on Instagram, you know, I did post pics from the event, and yeah. it was just dope. It was dope on the rope, man. You know what I'm saying? And always good to work with. You know, do do things for the shorties, the kids. They, you know, they so innocent, and well, it was so it was just cool, man, to be around them kids. They were so crazy, and they were, they were so smart and intelligent, and like so thoughtful. And they picking up gifts for their cousins and shit. Like it was crazy. Man. You know what I'm saying? But it warmed your heart, man, and it make you appreciate what you got. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and where you at? And what you know? makes me appreciate what my kids have and their mothers and how we able to do for them the way we do for them. So, you know, it was right. dope, warmed my heart a little bit, uh, kind of got me back into the Christmas spirit because yeah, it just really ain't the same, you know what I'm saying? My, my kids with their moms and they all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, by myself, but you know, I got folks here, you know, since it's cool, but it ain't just, a, it ain't the same as it was when the shorties was upstairs and, you know, standing the house is all decorated, you know, the whole Christmas shit. Right. But, right. you know, Back. Well, listen, you're you're feeling the spirit, and you're right. The review the review does love the kids, but we are not for the kids when it comes to listening and viewing. Cover your ears, baby. All the all the young ones out there. We <laughs> curse the high heaven on this motherfucker. So we yes. uh, we appreciate the kids. And JB, as you know, you hand you hand a kid four hundred dollars, they become so they can become shockingly smart when they oh, yeah. uh, when they get they get a little money. And what, what what was the what was the what was the best gift or toy or item that you saw any one of these kids get when they got that money in their hand? Well, I mean, it's it's like because they were young, like they they were seven, seven, eight, nine. They look, yeah, they right? look young, yeah. 
Yeah, so they were, you know, they wasn't really thinking about no, no big time electronics and no shit like that. Now some of the older kids, because there, there was some teenagers there, that they was went straight for the electronic section, right? <laughs> so I see some 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 beats, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some, some beat sports. Uh, I seen um, <clears throat> one kid. One kid got a laptop, like one of them like Surface laptops. It was like yeah. two ninety. Like it was like two. It was on sale for like two ninety nine. Right. right? With yeah, tax, he'd be using by all his budget, but he got it. I mean, no, nah, shit, it was, it was two ninety nine. He's spending what three twenty? You know what I'm saying? So shit, yeah, and, something and, like and that. Whatever, Couple whatever left money, over. Yeah, yeah, and then whatever money they get, you know, what I'm saying they get to keep it. They don't spend it, but I mean, he, he his basket had two things in it, so he knew exactly what he was going to get, <laughs> right? So, uh, but yeah, but the short is, I think the best gift was the unicorn. You know what I'm saying? He got the, uh, my man Francisco got it for his little sister. His little sister. I saw you holding that, by the way. Yeah. I saw you holding that thing. Little sister's name was Macarena. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the little sis Macarena, she got broke off though, because you know they all know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all like families. You know, see, it was the three, yeah, three Mexican kids, but they all you know know each other's shit. So they Macarena got broke off, and like everybody got shit from Macarena, even Kinky and the girl. But she was getting shit for everybody. No, of course, of course she she like she's like a real shopper, bro. She was like <laughs> was watching her put her like when she went straight for the clothes first. Right, so the boys, you know, they in the site, they don't know what they want. So I'm trying to help them, right. you know what I'm saying, get their shit, trying to suggest like outfits for them and shit. And, and then Kel, we, we find, we catch up with Ken Ken and our counselor. Oh, she got man, all kind of shit in that motherfucker. She trying to put clothes up to her shit. I'm like, man, that's crazy. You know, she be with her mom when it comes to shopping. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was well. dope, man. Well, good on good on you for doing it. Good on the uh, the Burr Gang, the AZ Cardinals that is for arranging that for for all the kids. And shout out to all the kids that you know were able to get some gifts and you know have a, have a have a brighter Christmas. Because Lord knows it's been it's been a tough week for the Burr Gang coming off a loss to my kitties, <laughs> the Review Bowl, yeah. if you will. The we'll talk about Bowl, that. Yeah. By the way, fun fact, and I uh, I had to remind this to our guy, the Special Burr Gang correspondent Sean McConnell of, of our fam over at CasualSports.com, KSRNAZ.com. Uh, ever since the inception of this fine, savage broadcast that you see and hear before you, uh, my kitties are 4-0-1 against the yeah. Cardinals. That is I facts. Know. So yeah. not not that I not that I was even necessarily thinking that was going to happen, despite us picking our own teams. Because hell, if this is the team, if this is the year they're going to get their ass whooped, this is the year, and then they 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 come out like a like a scolded cat, and yeah. they're biting kneecaps. Right. So biting kneecaps. That's exactly what they were in the doing. mo. So we'll we'll wow. talk about that in a recap. And Dr. Bridges not only giving out gifts, helping out give out gifts in person there in the desert area. He's gonna oh Savage Claus is coming to town, baby. You know what it is when you when you see when you see the flyer, you know what time it is. He's back and he's been giving out gifts at the end of the show. Uh so stick around for that. Uh but let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it now uh with some review reaction news. Pow pow pow. So look, I know we think this shit is stupid. I know we think this kid is a fucker. I know we don't like this kid. But it has to be talked about. Jake Paul knocks out Tyron Woodley in the rematch. And he got a shot. be honest with you, I'm getting the little shades of through the fight. I am going to front. I feel like there's an NDA signed. And he got a nice little, he got a nice little chunk of change for dropping that hand. I actually, I was, I was bored. I'm on the roads for the holidays, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll watch this shit." And I watched it, and it was some pretty not that great boxing to watch. 
It was a lot of it was a lot of three punches hold, three punches hold, and he caught him. So, JB, did you see the fight and or the knockout or any of the highlights? And what is, what is your review reaction to a couple of guys who are definitely amateurs when it comes to boxing, but they're generating the attention and the money nonetheless? Well, I think that Tyrone Woodley took 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 grit and took the dive. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like, what I'm I mean, thinking. Boo, doo, 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 yeah, doo, doo. I mean, yeah, he, he took the dive. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he, I mean, he, he, you know, he's not afraid to get knocked out. He's a UFC fighter. You know what I'm saying? So he goes into the ring. And they they barely basically fight bare knuckles, uh, and then of course they can kick you. You know what I'm saying? So he, you know, he ain't scared to get knocked out. So he took that bread. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll never know the true payout. That Tyrone Woodley got. I mean, second of all, like after the fight, they did a press conference together. Like, when have you ever seen that in boxing? Ever. After after a fight, I don't give a damn if it's like big time, two great fighters, and it was the best fight of the century, and and, 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 and they just respect each other to death. And no, I ain't never seen no press conference after no boxing match ever. Right? So it was all staged. I mean, this dude. Uh, you know, Uncle Uncle Shea Sharp, what up, uh, said it best. I mean, we said, like one of the Charlo brothers, you know what I'm saying? If you really about that, that action action, you really trying to do this and not just trying to, you know, saying like collect the check, which, you know, you have been doing so successfully, then jump in the ring on the real cats, right? Now, this dude that he, the, the cat, what's his name, Mustafa, Mustu, whatever his name is, the UFC cat. Mastaval, yeah, he called out yeah, Mastaval and Diaz, yep. Yeah. The monster ball thing, uh, he ain't the type that's going to take no money for no fault, right? Mm-hmm. So, Jake Paul, uh, uh, Logan, what is his name? Jake or Logan? Which one? It's Jake, it's right? It's Jake. And, you know, his brother so Jake, Jake, yeah, Jake going to have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake going to have to, this, this dude is not going to let you knock him out. He is not going to go in that ring and be like, all right, hit me and I'm going to fall. Like, no, bro. Right. He's not. Right. Like, so, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to watch that either, but I just commend, uh, what, Master, what's his name, Master Ball, mm-hmm. for, you know, like, yo, motherfucker, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he, cause he wants the, want the glory. He wants the fighting glory because he sees right. fraud. You know, now, Jake Paul trains to fight and yada, yada, yada. And he's had a lot of amateur fights and all these YouTube videos and so on and so forth of him, you know what I'm saying, fighting lesser opponents like always. And so, I mean, it's what it is. Uh, Sharon Willie, shame on you, you know what I'm saying, for selling your soul, which is what you did, uh, just to get the bag. And it is what it is. I mean, if that's the, that's the type of man you are, it's what it is. I'm just I'm even even if he took a dive or not I'm just, I'm just mad I'm just mad that Tyron was face down ass up and he had dude wipes on his bro, trunks God he, damn Tyron yeah he, he had the motherfucking the feet bro it was the feet oh yeah the, the feet. His, his heels yeah, were clicking the feet, his heels were clicking yeah, like Dorothy in Wizard of Oz I tweeted mm-hmm. that shit uh, I tweeted a, a, a picture of that and I was like my mom telling me to wake up snatch his covers back and then me under the cover <laughs> and your feet that's how, like this. that's how little kids be man when you put them covers oh, back my bro. God. Your feet just be ducked That's out. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And Iron Willie, yeah. fucking clown. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, and reviewers, as we mentioned next week, the Don't Be Dumb Awards for 2021. You might see Mr. Woodley as a, as a nominee, might, based yeah, based just, on these items might. that Doctor Bridges has just presented. Now they you fought at they fought might. at a cruiser at a cruiserweight, so that means if he were to fight like an actual legit boxer. 
that could even fall in the range of like the the Canelo area. Now, realistically, if you if he was fighting true true pro competition, he'd probably cut that to light heavyweight, if not better. If we're just being honest, because I mean, you know that that weight that's fine at like an amateur weight, but he would actually cut that down for your fighting like a top. Uh, pro, because he's allegedly supposed to fight Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury's brother, who is an actual boxer, but he's more of a prospect, right? So, like you said, he's fought, you know, Nate Robinson and Ben Askren, that other UFC cat, and now he's fought Tyron twice, so he's 4-0 and he's knocked everybody out. I think right. what he, the strategy for him of what he's going to do, which makes sense, it's really kind of the carnival style, like, you know, just reeling you in just enough. He's going to continue to just go up in competition incrementally. Where it's like he's going to fight someone who's a little bit better at boxing, a little bit younger, maybe a little bit more skilled each time. So that's why he's going to call out the Masvidals and Diaz, who are probably a little bit more equipped at this particular time to go toe-to-toe with him. Then Tyron, because let's be honest, dive or not, Tyron's, you know, he's 40. He's he's taken some L's recently in UFC, whereas Masvidal's in his prime. Masvidal's is the champion. If he were to get in there with the fucking Charlos or Canelo or somebody like that, yeah, he would get he would get his soul taken out of his body. I mean, let's let's just be clear about that. So what he's going to do to keep re- trying to really not us, of course, because we know way better than that shit. The general public, he's going to try to the competitions are going to go up, but it's going to be right. incrementally to where it's like people people are going to there's going to be a debate like oh, but he did fight someone a little more skilled, but it's right. still not going to be a real boxer. You know what I mean? That's yeah, ultimately I, what he what he's gonna uh, do. I, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I feel like that's the same strategy. But I mean, if you're smart, you know what I'm saying, you better because as soon as you get in that ring and you get your ass knocked out, that money train is all done. that value is gone because that's right, what that, people are paying right. for. That money yep. train is done. Off, off yep. tracks, gone, derailed, it's over. Right? Yeah. But I, I would, I actually, I would love to see him. I would, I wouldn't pay for that shit. I, you know, uh, allegedly, allegedly, I would bootleg that shit. Allegedly. Right. But I would, uh, I would love to see him fight Masvidal because, you know, let's, let's just be honest. Masvidal probably come away with a bigger bag than he would in the UFC. And I think he would win. Yeah. And I think he would knock him yeah. out. So I would love to yeah. see. I hope they really make that happen. And it's, and, and it ain't capping. But in that, in that type of game, you already know it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. So, uh, that's that with that. Um, keeping it moving. Well, Brooklyn Nets have been thin on the bench. Ugh. So they finally caved and they are they are allowing Kyrie Irving to be part-time Timmy, make his own hours, call in his schedule, you know what I'm saying, get get paid time off, and they're gonna allow this dude to come in and play basically the away games. Uh, with the exception of playing in the Garden in New York, because they still have the COVID restrictions in New York City, period, and in Toronto. So, where are you at? Where are you at with the shit? Where they finally, at the beginning of the season, they said they weren't going to do it. Now they're starting to get a little loose, and now they're letting them play. But the thing about it is that Kyrie came back, and now he's right back in COVID protocol. Right. He just, yeah, he just, he just got. Right, like right back I saw a tweet. Safety. I saw a tweet that was dope, and the dude said the funniest part about the whole situation is that the vaccinated players allowed. No, he said he said the the back the vaccinated players allowed an unvaccinated player to come in, and unvaccinated player some some shit like that. It was like it was just like a Chinese riddle, but it was along the lines of like they let this motherfucker come back, and he 
he didn't he, he anti-vaxxed us and all of a sudden he get COVID. Like that's the funniest part about the whole situation. Like I, it's some shit like that. But it's it's yeah. What? What? Like, what? I mean, fuck out of here, man. And ain't really shit to talk about. It's like, if that's what they want to do, that's they I mean cool, but it's like that's dumb as fuck. Right? That's dumb as fuck. You gonna put a restriction on a man's playtime? Like I mean, of course, he can't even play in the city that, you know what I'm saying? Well, right. That's why it's part-time. Yeah, he can only play right, away games you know what I'm saying? other than New York and Toronto. Yeah, play I mean, so, so but, but, yeah. but I mean, yeah, so he can't even play in Brooklyn. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, what? So like, you, you're, you're a travel nurse. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> Kyrie, the travel yeah, nurse. Yeah, you're away. Like you're in a way. You know, you're in a way. You know what I'm saying? Specialist. Like, what the fuck kind of? Anyway, I, I mean... Hey, if they like it, I love it, I guess. I mean, I don't even give a fuck about the Nets, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, what's cracking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, like, know, you, you know the Kyrie, sons. Kyrie can suck a fat baby dick all I care, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, he, like, dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nets, whatever, bro. It's like, what, what you all going to do? Steve Nash over there, you know what I'm saying, biting his nails and shit, like, because everybody's bonking out, you know what I'm saying, on, on the COVID list and shit, now he... Ain't got nobody to play. I mean, you should just let the man play. If they're gonna do that shit, that shit did in the first place, right? Right, because it it, it brings up the point that at this point, with all these teams experiencing the health and safety protocols, and basically every team in the league isn't really gonna matter because, like you said, he he gets activated, he's instantly put into health and safety protocols. I mean, everybody's losing players regardless of the of their status. So it's like, will he even be available for any of these away games if he keeps having to get put into health and safety protocols? It's just going to be, shit, the, right. bro, the, the, the Celtics just signed Joe Johnson on a 10-day contract because they're so thin. Joe Johnson. Yeah. I mean, your Joe man's 40 Biden. years old. And I was listen, say Joe Damn, shit. Yeah. He was in he was in the big three last year or the year before. So like they that's how much they needed bodies. Like they're starting to go, they're starting to pull cats. Like, who's listen, can you give us like six minutes a night? Great. Right. Because we need we need someone <laughs> in a jersey. It's, it's either you or yeah, a cab man. driver. Right. So, it's you him or motherfucker Eric Gordon from Martin got him. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's like that so, that's how thin they're getting. So does it doesn't even matter that they're even bringing him in besides I mean, you know, obviously there's a talent part, but it's like, damn, if he's gonna instantly go into health and safety protocols, then what what is really the discussion here? Because all the teams are gonna hit with it. Like I said, it's like like bing bong, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever. Right. <laughs> like, shout, the, shout the side whatever. talk. Bing bong. Right. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. What do you want to <laughs> tell Joe Byron right now? They said, what do you want to tell Joe Byron? <laughs> oh, can you take me out to dinner? <laughs> that's all. Like, hey, yo. yo. Hey, yo. Yeah, that's it. Wow, bro. But yeah, man, Kyrie, what the fuck? Mm-mm-mm. He might be listening. He, he, may, he may be making the like, don't be dumb list as well. You never know who the nominee is going to be. Now, speaking of COVID... Dr. Bridges, this this actually came out here earlier today, and I want to pull it up here just to make sure I have the the information straight. Um, according to the college football playoff, they've decided that the national title could be decided by forfeit if a team is hit by COVID nineteen. We saw Texas A and M pull out of their bowl game just earlier today, and um, they said that they, they said the playoff said in a statement the title game could be moved from January tenth to as late as January fourteenth. If one or both of the semifinal winning teams were unable to field a team on the scheduled date, 
if a team is unable to play in the semifinal because of COVID-19 cases, that game will be forfeited. If two teams from the same semifinal are unable to play because of COVID-19 cases, the winner of the other semifinal game will be declared the national champion. If three teams can't play, that team is available, that the team that is available to play on December 31st as a champion. So we may have a fucking my Michigan Wolverines may end up being the goddamn national champions. Champions because by, they're the last by, team standing. By default, with, yeah, by <laughs> what the hell is going on? By default, the sweetest words in the English language. Default, right? Hey, only time will tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's one thing I wanted to say about the whole NBA, NFL, with this COVID thing, and like. Because the NFL is getting struck right now, you know what I'm saying, with a bunch of cats on the cover. They're moving COVID games around. And, yep. Moving games around last week was a clusterfuck, right? It was. Uh, well, this week, rather. This week was a clusterfuck because they just had a game, what, two games last night, right? It, it, took, so, it, it took forever for week 15 to end. I'm like, God right? damn. You know, double up then, games then, every day, Monday, Tuesday. And then, week, and then week 16 about to start tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, sit the fuck down, man. Like, cats is doing too much. Right, and I, and I know that I know they're not getting shit. Yeah, I know they're not getting shit from traveling. You know what I'm saying? I know they're not getting shit from their own. You know what I'm saying? People, no, they they doing this. It's one motherfucker bringing this shit to everybody because they out and they fucking around and they in these streets and they're doing whatever they're doing. Like, man, you gotta understand at this point, vax or not vax, you gotta sit the fuck down. Like, if this is what you're trying to do. I guarantee they got them, them, like, them college kids, like, the teams that's really, in, like, in the Final Four. Oh, them kids can't do shit. Oh, they're going to be in an iron long right now. Yeah. Right. They, they, these kids, they can't do shit. Like, I'm pretty sure they got them motherfuckers locked away. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about mag, double mag stuff. They probably have a practice, social distancing practices and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. promise you. It, it, it sounds funny, but I don't think we'll never see it now with the, the top 14 because there's too much at stake. too much fucking money at stake. All right, too much fucking money at stake. So, I mean, hey, I, I just can't see it. I, I know if I was a coach, my team would be locked down, like the boys in prison. Mm-hmm. Locked right? up like Acon. Call, yeah, you call gotta, it what yeah. you want. It, it don't matter. We locked the fuck up. Mm-hmm. All right, as little contact as possible. Talking about like you know what I'm saying from outside influences. You know what I'm saying? You ain't coming nowhere near my guys. You want to talk to my guys? It's a Zoom call. Right? Fuck all that. Not coming near my dudes. Now, all that goddamn money. Motherfucker went natty, you know what I'm saying? They getting about, about, about 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They getting about a smooth 20, right? You want, you want to talk to your little girlfriend, you better pick up that FaceTime, baby, because right. she is so, not yeah, sneaking in the room. You better bring, in, that, bring in that Omicron yeah. with you, that you Omarion. That the Omarion, yeah, keep that touch the fuck up out of here, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Square beers, man. Square beers. Well, there you have it. So that 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 is a that is a hell of a war of, att- of attrition guideline for winning the national title this year. Good lord! But hey, we'll see. It's going to be a real test of who's going to be you know the smartest yes. about this shit. Yes. And then finally, finally, discipline. And speaking of, speaking of discipline, Doctor Bridges, uh, they've actually dropped um, the rosters for the twenty twenty two. Pro Bowl. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. So AFC, starting with AFC, quarterback, you got Herbert, Mahomes, and Jackson. Makes sense. 
Running back, of course, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. Receiver, you got Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. Tight end, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. Makes sense. Offensive tackle, Rashawn Slater, Orlando Brown, and Deion Dawkins. He's from the Bills. Guard, Quentin Nelson, Joe Batonio, and Wyatt Teller. Center, uh, Corey Lindsley from the Chargers, and Ryan Kelly from the Colts. Fullback, you got Patrick Ricard. And then on defense, Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, you got uh, DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward, TJ Watt, Joey Bosa, Matt Judon, Darius Leonard, Denzel Perriman, um, inside a middle linebacker. Corners, you got JC Jackson, Xavier uh, Howard, Denzel Ward, and Kenny Moore at the second. Uh, Kevin Byard, free safety. You got Derwin James and Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew coming in. Uh, respectfully to the uh, special teams, we'll skip that other than you got Justin Tucker place kicker Devin DuVernay is the uh, return man um, so there you go so that's what you got uh, there for the AFC that was revealed now I guess and maybe they're going to re- reveal the uh, NFC here maybe they already have but I'm just taking a look yeah, at the they, uh, they AFC have, actually yeah, let's, take, I, let's take a look at the take a look at the NFC but while, while taking a look at that your thoughts on the uh, AFC do you, feel, do you feel it's complete do you feel like they've left anybody off of course you already know with injuries there's, there's going to be alternates right. anybody that comes to mind it's like damn I thought they'd be a pro bowler this year not in the AFC because I ain't really been paying attention, but I mean, so I'm pretty sure they got it right. And the only one I'm gonna say in the NFC uh, is Byron Murphy should have made the Pro Bowl this year, right? Uh, I agree. For the Cardinals, for the Cardinals. I so, agree. Uh, he should have made the Pro Bowl this year. He, you know, he probably had the best, one of the best seasons out of cornerbacks and slash nickels besides Diggs for the Cowboys because he had what ten interceptions and some shit like that. So, yeah. Because yeah. if you if you look at corners for the NFC, <coughs> it is Diggs, it is Diggs from the Cowboys, it's Jalen Ramsey, it's Darius Slay and Marshawn Lattimore. To be honest, I yeah, feel like I, mean, By- I feel like Byron could replace either one of those guys yeah. this year. So I mean, but like, but like, yeah. So Lattimore, yeah, Lattimore and Slater, like, I, they, I can't. They just kind of got grandfathered in, um, especially Lattimore because I mean, he, he didn't have that great of a season. I mean, I watched Saints play a lot this year, right? He, he had that great of a season. I just feel like like Murphy could have got could have snuck in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if he was an alternate or anything like that, but I feel like he should have got hella votes for the Pro Bowl. And as I just mentioned, he may, with 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 injuries and so forth, the guys maybe, you know, who just don't want to play in the game, right. he may very well get alternate in. So there you go. Now, other other Bergen, they got in. Buda Baker, strong safety, got in. Of course, Chandler got in. Uh, he's in there. And then, of course, uh, young Kyler. They won and quarterback. And Connor. And Connor got in there. And back, Connor yeah. got in. Well deserved. Yeah, just taking a look at the oh, list. Yeah. I think that that's it for the Bird Gang. So, I mean, listen, several members of the Bird Gang um, got in. Uh, receiver wise, interesting. You had Cup, Adams, Jefferson, and Samuel. I don't know, man. You can you can you can make a hell of a case for D Hop. I know he's been injured. You can right. make a hell of a case for D Hop. Right. Um, yeah. I would honestly probably take him over Debo Samuel. I know D- Debo Samuel's kind of come on as of late, but. I don't know about that pick. I really think right. the, I, I really think DeAndre should be in that slot. I mean, well, I think Cut that, makes I think sense. The, Devontae makes sense. Justin Jefferson yeah. makes sense. But I think I think the um, I think that Debo gets in there because of a lot all all the ways they've been using him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been playing running back and so on and so forth. So it's yeah, true. he he his name has been called a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, of course he would have got in there. But you're right. Hop would very easily get in that spot. Right. Right. So there you go. That's some review reaction news. Uh, so before we get into week 16 Savage Picks, we got to recap what happened here with week 15. And we got to get straight to it. 
The bird gang fell to my kitties in the D. Dr. Bridges, the floor is yours. What what was your assessment? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. One one team showed up and one and one didn't. But just yeah. taking back a look at the tape, what was your as the, as GM Bridges? What, what was your assessment of the bird gang last week? I've been on teams where we are prepared all week to do one thing, and then during the game we completely go against the grain. And that's what it looked like when our Cardinals were going through uh, Sunday out in Detroit. It looks like that Cliff kind of got away from the game plan or if or if there was no game plan, right? Which I know there was the game plan. I know they, you know, I know they talked about attacking him some kind of way, uh, but there was a lot of uncertainty in our play, right? Uh, you can tell when guys aren't going 100 miles per hour because they don't know what they're doing. You're, human nature, if you don't know what you're doing, you can't go 100 miles per hour. You just can't do it, right? Because your mind is not going to allow you to. So that's pretty much what I saw. Uh, you guys came out playing hard, like always. Play hard all year, right? Everybody's like, they lost to the worst team in the league. No, Jacksonville's the worst team in the league, right? Uh, so we <laughs> we didn't lose to the worst team in the league. We lost to the Detroit Lions, who were just not faring very well. I mean, you guys have lost a lot of games, about five points or less, right? Uh, two teams over 500. So, I mean, it's, it's shame on us for not going in prepared, not going in and doing the things that we need to do to win. We knew it was gonna be a scrapper because it always is in Detroit. But we just we just wasn't ready, no shape, form, or fashion. Shame on the Cardinals. Um, looking for a better show on this Saturday on Christmas night. Yeah, and it's interesting because as we as we talked about last week and, and weeks prior, particularly with State and the Bird Gang, the road is where the Bird Gang has been fucking thriving. Mm-hmm. They yep. were seven and oh going into this game on the road, and they've been three, they've been three and three at home. It's been that weird it's just been that weird showing at home, but they've been killing it on the road. So you think after, you know, dropping that one to L.A. at home, they would come out, play against a much inferior team, talent-wise, really across the board. I mean, they're just, they're just, they are a better team, even besides this game. They're a better team. Right. But that was definitely this this year is especially when you add like the when you add the, uh, the safety protocol with all these cats being out. This is absolutely this is absolutely the most week to week year of an NFL season we may have had ever in the history of this podcast with COVID and just with what's happening. There are still like over like it's like eighty percent of the teams still have a shot to make the playoffs. That's right. how close this shit is. It's right. wild. Right, but I, but Benny, I said at the beginning of the year, I said this is probably going to be the most competitive NFL season that we've seen in a long time. Right, because when we start, we were X. talking about who was going win it all and I was just like man I'm just gonna save two teams from last year because I don't know right and I'm not gonna just call out nobody of course you know I'm always gonna say Arizona Cardinals gonna win the Super Bowl but you know uh delusional or not you know what I'm saying that's just have have to say it but it it has lived up to everything that I do the expectation I had at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. it's been that competitive Uh, and right now even right now in the next three games that could be a complete clusterfuck all right. Uh, I oh, honestly yeah. thought I honestly thought that all four, three of the big, the, the big three in the NFC were gonna lose because we lost, Tampa lost, and you know I thought I thought Green Bay was gonna fuck around and trick shit off. You know what I'm saying? But they finally got it together. <clears throat> Green uh, Tampa Bay was just like what? And yeah, nine to same, nothing. Yeah, Jesus. same thing. Same thing on Oregon. So man, it's just I mean, look, the Cowboys ten and four, the Rams ten and four, we ten and four. And then, of course, uh, Tampa Bay Center for it. And then you got the elite, you know what I'm saying? They they, they standing tall, you know what I'm saying, 11 and, and, and 3, right? So, um, yeah, and that's the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, 
I mean, the NFC just got, <laughs> man, boys handling business. The top is crowded, and some 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 uh, some folks are going to get their seasons fucked over within these last uh, these last few weeks. Eighteen weeks, ain't no more bye weeks uh, left. It's man, coming. Better, better screw your shit on tight. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of screwing shit on tight, uh, before we get into Week 16 Savage Picks, we got to see how we did after 15 weeks. Good God Almighty! Good 15 googly weeks. moogly. Uh, that thing is juicy. Speaking of which, Papow, <laughs> shout out to Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? Project. Memphis 10. Memphis With 10. a drum roll, please. please. Dr. Bridges is at 127.80 and 1, but ooh, Blue Dini coming in hot at 135.72 oh, and 1. Let's run, run through them real quick. We both actually. Pick the Chiefs to beat the Chargers. The Raiders got it done against the shorthanded Browns and a field goal to win. Uh, Cole, we both picked the Pats, dude, and the Colts have uh, been on the back of Jonathan Taylor making some hay. They got the dub. We both picked JB's drafting team, the Eagles, to get done against the Washington football team. Bills bounce back, beat JB's former employer, the Keep Pounding Panthers. Dolphins got it done the Bermuda Triangle. As JB mentioned, Cowboys won. I correctly picked the Steelers to get it done against the, the Titans. Both picked the Texans. Of course, talked about the Kitties beating the Bird Gang. Niners, we both picked them, picked them against the Falcons. We both picked the Bengals against the Broncos. Packers, as JB said, boom, 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 boom. They won by one in the, quote, the Raven Nevermore. So they got out of the hair by the hair of the chinny-chin-chin and got the dub. Uh, I correctly picked the Rams. Of course, we mentioned the Bucks falling to the Saints 9 to nothing, And the Skull Vikings getting it done in an unwatchable game. But, hey, we got the pick right, so they got it done as well. So getting right into it, Dr. Bridges, with some Week 16 Savage Picks. It is Thursday night football, pending no fucking reschedules, because you know how it was right. this week, and that's probably going to be the rest of the home. season. And we understand that the line, we understand at the time of this recording, the line also may change as well, depending on who is available. So it's the Niners. Ooh, not again. Ooh, bang, bang, not again. Going against the Titan Up Titans, Mitch's Titans, who are 5-2 and two at home, and the line is 3 for the Niners on the road. And I'm happy to pull up any COVID list if you'd like as you're making these picks. Yeah, I didn't already made my picks, man. So I'm rolling with the Titans, man. Uh, Ooh. Well, hold on. What, what, what game are we talking about? This is Niners at Titans. Yeah, I'm going with the Titans. All right. Uh, it's that time of year for them, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, the Vrabel and Belichick connection is so strong around this time of year. Like, that, that this is when they just get it together and they finish strong and then they get in the playoffs and they just make a bunch of fucking hay. Uh, again, the 49ers are a machine. Alright, you take one cog out and they're done. Right, and they're going to slow them down. They had, they've been having some good success, you know what I'm saying, like offensively and all this other shit and Jimmy Garoppolo is still Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Uh, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Uh, he's still Jimmy Garoppolo so yeah, I'm rolling with the Titans. And the fact that they're playing at home, they was in Santa Clara, I probably would pick the 49ers, but they playing in Tennessee, so it's, it's going to be nasty. So I'm taking the Niners um, as I'm looking at the most up-to-date uh, COVID list. It looks like the Niners have no one in COVID protocol right now. The Titans have multiple receivers, multiple DBs, and I think they might have a couple cats in their offensive line. Um, oh, shit. You might need to start displaying COVID list before we start making picks. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I got it pulled up. So I'm giving yeah. you the option. If you want me to read through the COVID inactives or yeah. COVID lists, I'm happy to yeah. do that for any pick, sir. 
Yeah. So he's he, he, he trying to shortchange you. He's got a couple receivers. Yep. AJ looks like AJ Brown. Uh, and Des Fitzpatrick, and then DB's Chris Jackson and Elijah Molden. And then I was seeing on Twitter earlier that they may even be losing a couple of their O-line. Possibly. Uh, uh, fuck, I'm still going to Titan. <laughs> even after all that, he's like, fuck it, I'm good. Taking the Titan. Ne- ne- next man up, you know. There you go. Speaking of next man up, the Browns, the, uh, <laughs> the dog <laughs> up, against it, up against it last week, they were hella shorthanded. They're going against the boom, 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 go, pack, go in Lambeau. And the line currently is a touchdown and a half for the Packers at home. Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the pack. I mean, why wouldn't I? Yeah, I agree. You want to talk about the right time and getting hot, I'm taking the Packers as well. You know, of course, less cats on that list. And, uh, you know, even even if the Browns were at full strength, I'm taking the Packers. So we're, we're both in Packs. agreement on right. that. All right, Dr. Bridges, I know you're going to be in the building for this one. Christmas Day, it's Chad Cars Colts at the Big Toaster, the Red Sea. Uh, and the line currently is a point for the Cardinals at home. This is going to be a hellified matchup, sir. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Of course, the Cardinals are going to win. Um, it's, going to have a, it's just going to be a great showing, right? Uh, I feel like the embarrassment was there big time after we lost to Detroit. And not because we lost to Detroit, because of the way we played, right? And we lost, I mean, we lost, we played the same way against fucking uh, Carolina. And I was embarrassed, I was embarrassed the same way, right? Uh, so, it's an embarrassment, and you gotta come out and you gotta let the, let everybody know. You know, I know they they don't they're like, yeah, we don't want to hear and listen to the chatter, but we're a good football team. And you have to prove that every time you you step on that field, and that's just bottom line. It is what it is. There's no way around that, and it's gonna be time to put up, shut up. The Red Sea is gonna be active. It's gonna be crazy in that bitch Christmas night. People are gonna be on that motherfucking eggnog. You know what I'm saying? Gonna, you know, <laughs> a little, little rum inside. You know, it's gonna be wild, baby. So yeah, risk. You gonna have that business. Well, I agree. I, I'm not buying into the notion that they're gonna continue to just be janky at home for the rest of the regular season and playoffs. And I do think, as I mentioned before, we got in, into picks. Um, this is one of those years where when you need a dub, you tend to get a dub. Obviously, that's pending. You know, people being available via COVID or injury. I do think they're going to face a team that Vegas is sneaky. You already know you're talking about Vegas this year, JB. They, they're sneaky yep. as hell with that one-point line. I do think this is going to be a very close game, but I'm going to take the Cardinals to get the dub and stay in first place um, in the NFC West. So we're both, we're both taking the Burr gang. All right, my kiddies coming off of the unlikely, but, you know, hey, a win is a win. They got it last week. They're going to the big Maybach. And they're playing the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. The line is currently five and a half for the car or the uh, party, the Falcons at home. Yeah, uh, just the fact that they're playing the Falcons at home. I mean, the Falcons are you speak of janky. Right? <laughs> this is one of the jankiest teams in the fucking league. They don't know who they are, what they're doing. But what I do know is that they they they're gonna put play well at home. The motherfucking wild ass ATL is gonna be out. And I think they eat by, right? I mean, plus y'all just kind of put 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 you know put just put put everybody on notice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like, yeah, they've been playing hard all year, but like, damn, they beat the Cardinals. Oh shit! You know what? Let's take these motherfuckers serious. They're coming down here to play good ball. So I feel like Atlanta squeak by. You know what I'm saying on some dumb shit. Right, and, and and of course, and of course, I got my kitties. I listen. I will. I will not be surprised at all if this is a heartbreaking in in fucking Detroit style 
heartbreaking ass last two minutes loss for the kitties. But obviously, they're pay- they're playing a team that's far less talented than the Cardinals. And if they're, they're listen, there's st- even with two wins, they're still playing hard for Coach oh, yeah. Campbell. And oh, yeah. if they can, if they can do, if they can establish a rhythm in the running game like they did last week, and really just kind of control the clock and, and manage mistakes, it's certainly a winnable game because you know the the Falcons are pretty much out of it. They technically have a chance. But they're they're pretty much out of it. So, but it's definitely a must win for them. So, jankification to be had. But of course, mm. I'm I'm taking my kitties. All right, keeping it moving. This is talking about two teams that have to have the must win. Doctor Bridges. It's quote the Raven Nevermore at the Bungles, and the line mm. is three for Cincy at home. Yeah, I mean, as much as I, I I'm loving what Cincinnati's doing this year, I got to go with the Ravens on this one. I feel like Lamar Jackson's gonna be fully healthy, uh, and you know. They went for two last last week, didn't get it. But one thing that that shows about Jim Harbaugh is that, man, this dude, John Harbaugh, right? It's John and John in, in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Yeah, so one thing that shows about John Harbaugh, man, he trusts his guys, and he's going to go down with his guys come hella high water. And that, that means a lot to guys, right? Like, when you're playing for a coach that's going to ride or die for your ass and live by decisions that he made because he has faith in you, you, it makes you feel bad when you disappoint him. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of accountability, a lot of love. Those those are some men that are going to, trust me, it, it, it's been the show. I think that the, that the Ravens get that dub this weekend. I agree. I mean, looking at the COVID list, they they have nine they have nine players out, including Sammy Watkins, Justin Houston, uh, shit. Pernell McPhee's out. Jimmy Smith is out. But I do think Lamar will be back, and it, it you know it really is a must win for them because that, that whole you were talking about a second ago you know, with everything that that could transpire these next two three weeks that that division in particular the AFC North oh, yeah. is crazy as hell right. with who can win and who could lose. This yeah. is a must win game. I don't trust the Bengals to be consistent enough to like really get on a roll at this point. I don't think they're quite there yet. They're, I right. feel like the Bengals are going to be one of those teams that are just missing out on the playoffs this year. Um, and I think a big reason for that is I do think the Ravens are going to come in, and I think they're going to get the dub. It could be an ugly game, but uh, I'm looking for Mark Andrews to get loose in this one. So, um, hey, I'm taking the Ravens, too. All right. Um, we got the L.A. Rams going against the the big skull and the Vikings, and the line is three for the Rams on the road. Sliding into Minneapolis, Minnesota this time of year mm-hmm. is never a good thing. Right, Mm-mm. never a good thing. Um, any, what's the COVID report? I just want to hear it. I know who I'm picking. I'm just saying. Uh, so the Rams now, the Rams have uh, several cats. So it's Jalen Ramsey, it's multiple offense linemen, uh, Vaughn Miller, Tyler Higby, uh, Jonah Williams. They got a bunch. They got a bunch of cats on protocol. They do. I, I, I already picked, you know, see what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the picks that I sent Johnny earlier. So mm-hmm. I'm picking the Vikings. I already picked them. I, and I ain't know nothing about COVID, nothing. I just, I'm going with what I know happens this time of year. Wild shit. And I know that the Rams are front runners. They're steady faking the funk, right? If Seattle had any motherfucking, any kind of, any kind of good thing going there to beat them, you know what I'm saying, the other night. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Vikings on this one. I think that, again, it's hard to play. And they they kind of, they, they they straddle the fence too, right? <laughs> they talk about in the hunt. Like the NFC got a bunch of, we got the elite, and then they got the 
everybody nibbling at people's ankles. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I'm going to roll with the Vikings on this one. Yeah, I, I like the Vikings for, for those reasons that you mentioned, but I do like them a little bit more just because I feel like there is going to be a playmaker issue with that much COVID protocol going on. So, um, you know, I think I think the, the Vikings will be sound enough on defense and do just enough, you know, Mr. You like that. We'll get just enough, you yep, know, 10, yep. 12 yards, you know. He'll, man, he'll manage good enough, right? Yeah, he'll manage well. He'll be like he'll be like a key holder at finish line. He'll do just enough. To make sure nobody steals and, and, the, and the doors are locked that night. And, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook will be doing his thing. So I, I like the Vikings. It's more on a technicality of COVID, but I do like them for some of the reasons that you mentioned as well. All right. Now, here's, a, here's, an here's an interesting one, Dr. Bridges. Mafia. B -b 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 Mafia. The Bills Mafia headed to the Pats, dude. And the line is two and a half for the Pats at home. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Pats at home. I mean that's 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 enough right there. Um, the Bills still, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's still something there. Something something's not right. Uh, they missing like two key components to be real good. Mm -hmm. But I got the Pats. I, I mean I don't see Bill Belichick and them, you know, still losing. Not this game. They're pretty much even on 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 COVID protocol in terms of how it's being affected with with the particular players that are out. Um, big thing that big thing that doesn't tend to happen is Bill Belichick getting embarrassed on week and then coming back the next week and, and losing again. Like right. they got embarrassed by the Colts. That's not oh, yeah. going to happen again, especially oh, yeah. at home. Right, Pats are going to win, and, and they had a shit, they had a shitload of mistakes in that game. Like that's that's just mm -hmm. not characteristic of a Bill Belichick yep. coach team. So they definitely yeah. they definitely had a hard week of practice this week, and they're going to be ready to go. And I, I agree, they're going to get the dub. All right, it's a really do a really do. A, I really have to pick this. One of the games of the week. It's the former Urban Meyer-led Jaguars against the BUMS 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 Bums. Oops, I mean the JETS -E Jets Jets. And the line is even. The Jags at MetLife. It's a pick 'em. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Jags, man. I feel like the Jags are more talented and they're just more stable. Uh, they're better defensively and. More talented than the Jets, so I think they put it together. And I get, the, I think they get the win. I agree. I think, I think it's going to be one of those. We fired our coach. We can finally kind of, we can get a little bit new life. Daryl Bevel's going to be the interim coach. Daryl Bevel actually should probably get a crack at a head coaching job. Right. I don't know where that would be, but I feel like they're going to get some new life and, and get a little bit more out of their offense. And I don't think the Jets really have much for them, so I'm taking the Jags as well. All right, NFC East matchup. Uh, it's the G E man against the E A G L E S Eagles. Shout out to our fam at AAT Sports. All uh, about the all birds, about Johnny the boys, Chip. Them boys. You know what I'm saying? And the line is nine and a half there in the link, sir. Yeah, the so um uh yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Uh and they should be called the G Wiz, man. That's what they should be called the G Wiz, <laughs> right? G Wiz. Like they're, they're horrible, right? Yeah, horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, E-A-G-L, E-S, Eagles, All right? Very good. I'm taking the Eagles as well. Just too much dysfunction there with the uh, G-Men. All right, it's the Tampa Bay Bucks taking that pirate ship and JB's former employer, they keep pounding Panthers, and the line is 10 for Tampa Bay on the road. Uh, Yeah, I think the Bucks get back on track. Just point blank period. Nothing else said they just get back on track. <laughs> I agree. I am taking the uh, Bucks. They they really were making you know mistakes and really couldn't get anything going on uh, offense. Um, nine to nothing, losing the Saints. The fuck is that? 
That's right. not going to happen two weeks in a row. And I am taking the Bucks as well. All right. It's the L.A. Barstow, San Diego, San Antonio, parts unknown. Superchargers going to the H-Town, what to do. And the line is 10 for the Chargers on the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just Basically. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm taking the charges too. No, nothing more to be said on that. All right. It's Dub Bears going against the Squawks in Seattle, coming off a tough loss to the Rams. And the line is six and a half for the Seahawks at home. Seahawks, because they're playing at home. I agree. I'm taking the Squawks as well. All right. Slightly intriguing matchup. It's the Steelers going to the Chiefs' kingdom, and the line is seven and a half for the Chiefs at home. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. I don't even think I sent them this game. Yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs start getting hot as well. Who they playing? It's, it's Steelers. Steelers at Chiefs. Lions seven oh. and a half for the Chiefs at home. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got to go with the Chiefs, man. So, I mean, I don't, you know, what I'm saying. I, I, I agree. I, mean, I, you know, I agree. <laughs> I can't. I can't trust the Steelers to be consistent uh, two weeks in a row. So I'm taking the Chiefs nope. as well. All right, it's the Broncos at the. Question mark? The Raiders? Are the Raiders going to raid because it's the Broncos in Vegas? And the line is even. Good God Almighty. I'm going to go with the Raiders because they're at home. Yeah, because they're at home. And I really don't have any other explanation. I just feel like, you know, they'll get a win at home. I don't. I don't really have a good feel on this game. Just to be kind of, just to be kind of contrarian, just with the way the season has been, I'm going to take the Broncos because um, I don't know if I can, you know, really trust the team. I, th- I think it's going to be the. This may be a last possession game, so I'm just going to take the Broncos just for the hell of it. Just shakes it up, and the Lord knows <laughs> I mean, they might steal one. Yeah. You got a nice you know little lead anyway, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, when when the enemy's making mistakes, don't interrupt them. God damn it! Let me. I'll make some bad picks to get you back into this thing. Maybe that's going to be one of them. We'll see. Uh, all right, and then Sunday Night Football is the Washington football team headed to Big D to face the, <laughs> the Cowgirls and the Cowboys, and the line is 11 for Dallas at home. Yep, Dallas. Um, yeah, Dallas. <laughs> I mean, I, they, I agree. Uh, and, that, and Dallas is still, you know, there's still a big-ass question mark about Dallas. You know what I mean? Like, so... Uh, but I just, I, they, you know, they, they'll be good enough to beat, you know, send a Washington football team there. I agree. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. And finally, it's the Finns heading to that big gumbo bowl, baby. Face the Saints. And the line is three for New Orleans at home. What's, what's going on with the, the COVID shit? Well, let's take a look at the COVID shit, shall we? So for uh, Miami. They have Philip Lindsay, Jalen Waddell, Justin Coleman, and Jared Dokes, another running back. So they got a couple running backs on COVID. And then you take a look at New Orleans. And it's it's oddly enough, it's Sean Payton, of all people, is in COVID <laughs> right. protocol. So that's yeah, what yeah. you're looking at. So he's been in he's been in COVID protocol. So uh yeah, I'm going with the Saints. Uh that defense is gonna be fired the fuck up. You know what I mean? And this is gonna get nasty for the for, for the for the fans down there. Yeah, because because of uh, defensive adjustments and for COVID protocol, I'm going to take these Saints at home as well. And that's it. We're going to see who's right, who's wrong, who is both right, who is both wrong. And before we get out of here, oh, Savage Claus is coming to town. JB, you have a couple of gifts to give out to folks. 
Uh, they're receiving it. Why, sir? Well, it's Christmas season. Old Savage clauses. I gotta give. <laughs> I gotta give some sense to all these silly ass bras out there to keep fucking injecting this shit in your goddamn lips. Seriously, and wearing them fucking goddamn snuffle up against goddamn eyelashes. Right? And I'm I'm sorry, y'all need to stop that shit, man. Like for real, I'm literally dropping sense in all y'all stockings. And y'all probably still won't use the shit correctly, right? That shit looks horrible, mm-hmm. right? Can you stop, please? That shit looks fucking horrible, right? And it ain't no coming back from it. That's the worst part about the whole situation. Once you start poking that shit in your fucking lips, you got to keep doing it. So maybe, maybe when old Savage Claus drops some sense in your fucking stocking, you might stop doing this shit, Right? You need to listen to the song, You're Beautiful. I don't even know the fucking sing the song. Yeah, it's true. I saw your face in a crowded place. And I don't know what to do. Yeah, you're beautiful. Fuck, you're beautiful. Jesus, Jesus. And he ain't, and he ain't coming down the chimney. He's kicking in the motherfucking front yeah, door, baby. With the waving the faux motherfucking foe. All right. Um, also, Savage Claus is going. I'm dropping off gifts to groups. Um, dropping off a gift to the U.S. government. Right? You dumb sons of bitches. Should have never let that shit loose. Now look what the fuck you've done. Right? It's got variants on top of variants. They got the OG variant that was dumb as hell before. Now it's smart. Then now it's better than it was before. It was the very first one. Now it's got some sense. It's smart. It turned the T-1000. Now it's out fucking shit up too. And dropping in lava to kill it. That might not even work. You know what I'm saying? You got to drop that pit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Put that bitch in the motherfucking lava pit. Like, oh my God. You know what? So the U.S. government, man, I'm just, I'm, all y'all getting a, a paperweight of my middle finger. <laughs> That's what y'all getting. For real. Getting a paperweight of my middle finger and my whole hand sitting on your desk just like this. All you. The, the whole lot of you. Right? The whole lot of you. Right? Uh I had I had a good one. Uh, I had it written down. I left the shit. Um, I, I, you know what? Just because he just said this, Iman Shumpert, all right? Old Savage Claus is going to bring you a fucking, some tissue to wipe your fucking crying eyes, right? You fucking twit. Did you hear what he said about LeBron James? I saw I saw his name was getting around. I did not look into it as of yet. He, his, he said that LeBron James ruined basketball. Correct me if I'm wrong, Benny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Iman Sumford is an NBA champion, right? Correct. Because of one LeBron James. And I was about to say, and who was the head dog on his team? He got two rings, don't he? Well, one for sure. Wasn't he with, wasn't he with Cleveland both of them years? Well, Cleveland well, so, one. So, so yeah, he got Cleveland he was one. Yeah. he was in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Huh? Why did I think he was? It wasn't in Miami. Was he in Miami? What do? I don't think he uh, actually got a uh, uh, another. I think he just got the one. So he got the one. Either way, it go. You're an NBA champion because of LeBron James. How fucking dare you? Right? How fucking dare you? So I'm gonna literally, you know, what I'm saying, bring you a bus of a crying baby here. You know, what I'm saying. Talking about LeBron James ruining basketball, man. You lost your motherfucking mind, bro. That that's that's you know what I'm saying. That's crazy. 
I'm sorry. That that's I read that and I was just like, man. And last but not least, Stephen A. Smith. Right? Talk about it. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna give you two things, right? I'm gonna give you some Rogaine with minoxidil, right? To get that fucking hairline back. At least, at least, at least about right here, right? That shit is like where my headphones at right now. You know what I mean? And then he got the audacity to have it lined up and shit. Like, bam. That shit look like a fucking Lego piece. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to give you Steve Harvey's barber information. Right? I'm going to link y'all up. That way we can get you some hair back on your head. Uh, as far I would say, give you some sense, or you know, what I'm saying, just give you give you a heightened sense of sports, so you can start talking about things a little more intelligent. But that shit ain't worked in the years since you've been on the air, so it ain't gonna work now. I'm more concerned with your hairline. That shit is horrible. It's bad. All right, now we all, you know, what I'm saying, get a little older, and hairlines get get mine has fell back a little bit from when I was 20 something years old. But guess what? Your shit, bad. You like Jerry Rice when he got the fucking dreads. That shit was goddamn, hey, he had back dreads, right? That's basically what you're looking at right now, right? Yeah. That's that, man. Merry Christmas to all y'all out there. Merry uh, Christmas Check us out you. on all social media platforms that JB and Benny Blue. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, fuck with us on, on YouTube, uh, IG. Uh, I mean, YouTube, IG. Fuck with us on YouTube, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, iTunes, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. All right, check us out. Of course, we want the five star on iTunes. Uh, like, subscribe on YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, shout out to Trends Collab. Shout out to uh, Savage CBD. Uh, shout out to the Valley. Shout out to La La Land. Shout out to the Great City of LA, Great City of Phoenix. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Shout out to the Detroit Lions. Shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, man. Shout out to the Valley Boys. See me repping. You know what I mean? Yes, indeed. My young and Zach and Cody out here doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Keeping us laced up. This is episode 205, man. Christmas is right around the corner. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. At least Navidad. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next week. Episode 206. JB Review. That's right, viewers. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, and we will see you for the last episode of 2021. The Don't Be Dumb Awards are right around the corner. Don't Be Ooh. Dumb Awards, man. Ask your vote. It's coming on our social media at JB and Bunny Blue. Oh, yes. And until next week, we love you, and we are out. I love. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.